0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode number 95 of the whatever show this week we bring you a lot of stuff if you want to follow along you can go to whatever.co slash 95 and find the show notes for this episode we've got you know actually i think we kind of accidentally became a political podcast i didn't mean to no uh, but you know dire times uh, um you know what, what else are you gonna do we do have some fun stuff in there though we're gonna talk some dc stuff uh we got aquaman and titans uh casting we got gal gadot Rumors uh, are actually sort of Gal Gadot was uh, uh, um, considered for Furiosa and Fury Road. That, I think, is an interesting subject. Yes. Um, The Wars more popular than Justice League. Surprising no one, I think, at this point. Um, We've got some Marvel stuff too. We got, a, we got a list uh, right and wrong villains from the MCU that should be a lot of fun I think uh, Guardians may play a part in Thor we're gonna talk oh, about that you
1: said right and wrong villains and then I was like are we still talking about the government
0: <laughs> no they're all wrong um, Star Wars episode 9 of course we've got to talk about a little director that isn't there anymore yes um, and then we've got some uh, wrestling news uh, TNA apparently not I mean they're just they're just hopping around to whoever will take them for right now looks yeah like
1: that's crazy all right so hang in there we'll be right back okay so let's open it up all right um so i know that everybody the last several days has been very worried about hurricane irma especially after the hurricane that hit the uh uh, Texas East Texas yeah, yeah just just recently but it's okay uh, because Rush Limbaugh has has saved the day by saying that you know what it's it's just a liberal hoax
0: it, it definitely is a liberal hoax there's no way that hurricanes are real that's a liberal thing that we just made up to push our climate change agenda
1: Um, except for the fact that uh, it was reported earlier today that Rush Limbaugh was actually leaving uh, Florida and would not be uh, doing his show this week
0: yeah that's interesting isn't it
1: um, And then, and then, and it, it, here's here's the the best part for me. This was the icing on the cake. Is uh, Kirk Cameron, everybody's favorite Kirk Cameron, Mike Seaver. Um, yeah, back when we used to know and love him for
0: being a goofy little boy on on uh, uh, Growing Pains, uh, before he turned into a total tool.
1: Uh, and if if this shows anything about the magnitude of the tool that he has become, uh, he has decided that Hurricane Irma is not a liberal hoax, but it is in fact the wrath of God punishing humanity for all of its sins. Um, the irony is that he said this from a Miami airport getting ready to fucking leave Miami.
0: <laughs> yeah. He, he's punishing you, Kirk is what, what we're getting at here. Uh, and I didn't
1: notice that when he left, Hurricane Irma did shift slightly to the east and looks like it might actually miss Miami now.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... Is it still going to hit the Mar-a-Lago? Because I was hoping for some fucking uh, silver linings here.
1: Well, the thing is I've been seeing a lot of Facebook tr- posts about a about a, a, a Trump rally on Miami Beach tomorrow night. <laughs> i think i think no. it's been moved to tampa guys are you shitting me yeah <laughs> i mean there's not really a trump rally there but it would be great if we could it would be all, all of his of a followers sudden the, that the hurricane there
0: was. curves and just heads right for it yeah it wouldn't surprise me at all
1: yeah it looks like it's gonna hit more the west side of uh of florida now it was originally supposed to just like just just deep throughout the entire peninsula and now it looks like it's kind of just yeah, licking the in the shaft a little bit. See, so like I'm I'm kind of uh, you know it is a liberal hoax th- is the
0: thing. You know, like the for example, the the girl that works with me who's uh, um, on a cruise right now over in the Caribbean and has you know called and said she's actually not going to be able to make it back in time um, because it looks like she's going to be uh, uh, detoured due to the hurricane. Uh, I, I was like, man, she's really dedicated to this liberal hoax thing. I'm yeah, so uh, like I appreciate that because that is very dedicated. Yeah, uh, you know, like I don't want I don't want people thinking that there's just a regular. Old, you know shitty hoax and we're just gonna be like oh you got us uh no I'm, like I'm, I'm liking that she's selling this thing so much so that she's gonna like miss a week of work and you know pretend to try not to die uh you know it's pretty cool that i think that you know we, we've gotten behind something like this um i also you know th- there's a lot of things coming out of this that i particularly love like uh this this my favorite comment probably being uh from the the epa ch- um am i getting that right epa do we still have one of those environment yeah, EPA. yeah. well I mean EPA chief. I, I, I just, think it's
1: been severely defunded but for
0: for some reason I was uh like which acronym am I going for here you know, and I'm pretty EPA. sure the
1: guy that's in charge of the EPA is a climate change denier so. yeah
0: in fact he says now's not the time
1: to talk about climate change
0: you know um, no actually kind of now is the time now now is the time to be like hey guys you know how you were like hey we shouldn't do anything about climate change let's pull out of Paris and stuff like that well you better saddle up for a lot more hurricanes and shit like that because this is what climate change is going to look like much more extreme <laughs> weather conditions more hurricanes more extreme weather events No, uh, no. we this do something is, about it this mm-hmm.
1: is not the most hurricanes that we've ever seen at once there are currently three hmm. active hurricanes right now in the atlantic um in 2009 there was also three hurricanes in the atlantic uh very much in the same spots even uh really it's crazy kind of how it it's kind of a hotbed if, you, for yeah when you compare it um they weren't this magnitude though
0: no they're getting bigger they that, that's that's kind of that's that's the predictable side effect of climate change um that you were going to have more extreme weather events uh so you know we've always had these kind of weather events and that's where uh, um you know some tool who doesn't believe in climate change will will start and they'll say well we've we've had three hurricanes before and they will not point out that we will we haven't had them of this magnitude that this will have caused much much more property damage uh and much more um you know just uh, economic strife For the United States than previously just because of the sheer size of the hurricanes uh yeah so no we we can't talk about climate change we definitely wouldn't want to do that um because i guess we're supposed to continue to bury our head in the sand and just get hit by hurricanes and then be a fucking tool like Kirk Cameron and be like that's god's wrath because there's a game error or something also no wait that is ann coulter um which uh (laughs) she's a cunt jesus christ
1: yeah there's there's not really uh any way other than that to describe her and the weird thing is she died like 15 years ago and just won't stop talking
0: it, it, it does. I'm pretty sure that's actually the it's thing. It's
1: Just her emaciated mummy. That's I just. That's I going wonder who now.
0: keeps bringing her the baby souls. Like, does she have to go out and get them herself, like all like uh, vampire style, or do you think that like somebody? She's got a servant. You know, she gets on her. She gets I mean, on her she's flight. An an she's an attorney, like, so I, I imagine thousand dollars. You know,
1: I imagine she probably has somehow duped people into doing that for her.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, God's wrath. Uh, you know, we shouldn't have had all the gays, I guess. Uh, um, we definitely don't want to look at any scientific reason for this. By the
1: way, a message to the flat earthers. If the earth was really flat and we didn't have a spherical uh, world and, you know, gravity, these hurricanes wouldn't actually be uh, nearly as, as intense as they are. Like all of the, all of those factors kind of... Kind of lead into this. Well,
0: gravity. Don't get me started on gravity.
1: I mean, that's obviously
0: another one of those liberal hoaxes. Yeah. I mean, you could fly if you wanted to. Obviously, if you if you pulled yourself up by the bootstraps, you you just you just fly away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like I like how a lot of people don't even like. They're just like, well, nobody can explain what gravity is when it really actually just is the sum total of the effect of uh you know mass.
0: Well, see, nobody actually can quite explain what gravity is, but it's not like the, the way the way that the 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 crazies say it is, is like uh, like how um, insane clown posse, insane clown posse talks about magnets. You know, like uh, what the fuck are they? Because the right?
1: scientists be lying and shit.
0: Yeah, scientists be lying and shit. And uh, how do they work? You know, miracles. Um, yeah, it's it's a little bit more you know we got a little bit better we we can't exactly pinpoint it but yeah we definitely can get a little closer than uh um it's just random hullabaloo. Um yeah. So um, moving on to more local news, as you might've noticed, uh, having stepped outside in Oregon anytime in the past, uh, two or three weeks, it's on fire. It's on fire. You walk most out most of it, most of it. Yeah. You walk out and it's like, uh, walking through thick fog, except for that smoke, uh, and you can smell burning shit everywhere. Um, we're in the mid Willamette Valley, however, uh, and there's tons and tons of fire around us. However, it's also up North now. Um, so, you know, there's a big part portion of the state that is on fire um i believe we're in a state of emergency not positive uh
1: I, yeah i I don't know i hadn't heard specifically anything about it but who knows uh i know my dad is from uh southern oregon in the grants pass area and the Checo bar fire which is probably the biggest wildfire we've got going on in the state mm-hmm. um absolutely fucking insane like it's uh i don't know how close it's gotten to uh cave junction which is only about 20 minutes from my dad's house uh, but, uh, I know that they were in a, in a level one get ready state of evacuation sometime yeah. last week. So, uh, yeah. really, really hoping we can kind of get some rain coming in pretty soon and, and it, help quell it, it this would, stuff. And I'd like the rain nice. to come without thunderstorms. <laughs>
0: Uh, it would, it would be kind of cool because I think the thunder is kind of like, uh, you know, kicking us while we're down, you know, yeah. sort of thing. Like it, weather could stop being such a dick move. You know, of course, that is the sort of thing that you get with climate change, though. Again, more extreme weather conditions, more thunderstorms when you didn't used to have them. Uh, lightning, I should say, because that's the one we're really kind of concerned about. Um,
1: but, uh, I, I can remember when I was a kid and like going, going back to school the day after Labor Day, it was almost guaranteed to be rainy sometime by the end of that week. Yeah. And and it was already starting to feel chilly in the mornings and stuff like that, and it's fucking 90 every day right now.
0: Yeah, it's still goddamn summer and I hate it. Like please just be over with this shit. Um we we've this has also been like the hottest summer on record. Like every day is a record-breaking day for heat. San yeah.
1: Francisco, which is which is usually in the uh mid to upper 60s this time of year, has had record temperatures in the triple digits. Yeah. It's uh guys come on. Yeah. Climate change is real. Like, there's... You know who else agrees with me?
0: Everybody. More importantly... Everybody. The Catholic Church does. Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop right there. Eddie Vedder does. Uh, Come on. He wrote
1: Evenflow. Come on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 I understood as much of it as I did when Eddie Vetter sings it. That, yeah.
1: that is my impersonation of Adam Sandler doing and it in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Awesome. Um so anyway, uh we've got the uh, the state on fire and you'd think, you know, this is a state of emergency, this is the time where we could ask the the federal government and they'd come take care of us because that's what the federal government's for and uh I quote from Kate Brown, our governor. Um she's of course a Democrat because uh, we're a very blue state for the most part except for the rural part of us which is currently on fire. So I don't know, maybe God is punishing somebody. Um I talked with the federal authorities 2 weeks ago asking for additional federal assistance and I was told point blank no. Um let's not discuss it. Let's just let the state burn down uh because you know what else we're going to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um yeah. this is this is a really bizarre thing to um and I'm going to I'm going to segue a little bit um out of Oregon and and kind of talk about the national uh spectrum of things, but it it's funny because uh Republicans uh this last week uh were totally pissed off at Trump. Um, and yeah, one of the reasons it was because the guy because- who
0: fake wrote the art of the deal, just fucking bent over the first opportunity to actually make a deal. But yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Um, because obviously there's other states in need of federal aid as well. Um, and, and our, our, our federal government's kind of broke right now. I don't know if it's because Trump travels so much and we've had to pay so much money for that. And we, we used to have uh, some money, but yeah, we've, we've overspent uh, spent that. But we needed uh, to to be able to provide aid for Texas, of course, uh, and the only way to really do that was to raise the debt ceiling, and and uh, Trump just was like, "Yeah, Democrats, let's make a deal." <laughs> and, yeah, and, uh, so
0: it, it's funny because the uh, the debt ceiling thing. So the debt ceiling is really retarded, and actually, it doesn't really have anything to do particularly with Hurricane Harvey funding. It's just a politically. Um, it, Hurricane Harvey funding was getting tied to The raising of the debt ceiling and so it's political Suicide to not raise the debt ceiling So it was definitely going to happen but see the thing is Is that it's bad for Republicans to Come back at this really soon Uh, So both sides sat down And Republicans were like we want 18 Months before we raise it again and Democrats sat down and they were like we want three And Trump was like okay three let's go home Three it is yeah like no opening it's like You walk onto the the lot And you're like okay I'm ready to bargain I'm I'm gonna come out I'm gonna lowball this motherfucker he's going to come back at me we're going to meet somewhere in the middle and instead he just takes your opening offer
1: it's like he walked onto the car lot and saw that there was a price tag of twelve thousand dollars on this used car and like the the dealer walks up and he's like you know i could probably take a grand off and he's like nope i'll give you fifteen thousand for it right now
0: yeah. <laughs> he, he's he's how i imagine butters would haggle um yeah that, that's kind of how i assume that that went in the oval office that day
1: it, um, and, and it's funny because the republicans are super pissed right now because they really wanted to shut down because that's what we were facing was was another government shutdown and well it- they were really trying to leverage this to, to get more to out of down. not shutting down but then trump was like no we won't shut down and we'll uh we'll we'll raise it for
0: and reevaluate in three months it's not exactly that they wanted to shut down it's that the republican uh, uh republicans in especially the freedom caucus who really puts the cock in caucus um they want it they they don't ever want to do anything no. with the debt ceiling without getting some conciliatory cuts so they want to cut medicaid and cut spending and blah, blah
1: they blah. wanted to shut down and the reason they wanted to shut down was entirely because they haven't been able to pass a single fucking piece of legislature, and they were going to use the shutdown to be like, Well, yeah, I mean we can't get anything done, so we're just going to shut down until we can start getting some of the stuff passed that's... see but
0: they, they just look stupider if they do that, so yeah but like... that's
1: it's never stopped them before. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So anyway, they 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 of course did not. Um, we, we're not shutting down. Um, we we get to reexamine this in three months. And the Democrats
1: uh, have a lot more bargaining power <laughs> in January when it's time to reevaluate.
0: Yep, it's a very likely or possible December at this, December point, at this that point, we get a, a Dream Act. Um, I don't know if you guys follow at home with DACA or any of that stuff. Uh, DACA deferred action against uh, childhood Americans. Maybe that's not quite right. I don't think they actually call them Americans because that'd be a little too on the fucking nose. Uh, was, of course, recently rescinded by Trump because he looks at the state of the country and he says, well, Oregon's on fucking fire. Harvey has been destroyed by uh, uh, her- Harvey has destroyed half of Texas. Uh, we got a hurricane barreling towards uh, Florida. North Korea is testing nuclear missiles. You know what we need to do? We need to kick out a bunch of people who are 91% employed, who uh, contribute billions to the GDP, um, who have, uh, uh, statistically speaking, much, 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 much lower likelihood for crime and almost no record amongst – almost 800 fucking thousand people this is one of the most Let's ridiculous those
1: things i've seen because they they literally they contribute 11 billion dollars a year to our economy yeah um and the only thing they ask in return is that we don't make them leave they don't actually qualify for social security benefits when they're done working like they don't but qualify they for anything for and they, they pay into they pay into hours and they, they don't get they, to they have pay any taxes of
0: it. they they you know they they for for all intents and purposes they are undocumented americans not Be- not immigrants these are people who have been there from an average age of five years old and so if of course, Donald Trump says, you know, fuck the hurricanes. Uh, let's kick out, uh, um, these people who are violent, all, all metrics, upstanding American citizens. It's
1: terrible because well, I think, I think, citizens
0: asterisk because they're not really citizens.
1: There's like, there's like a statistic out there that's like 25 to 30 percent of these people don't even actually speak the language of their, their, uh, native countries. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway. like, they're Americans for all intents and purposes. And you know what? They actually work harder than a lot of Americans.
0: Oh, without a doubt, they work harder than a lot of Americans, uh, because there, there's a lot of shit that goes into just being able to qualify for this program. And it's not something that you just like, y- you don't go to the DMV, spend an hour, and then all of a sudden you, you get the, you get to, um, use the Docker program. So anyway, uh, where I was going with that is, um, there's a decent chance with, the, uh, budget or the debt ceiling raise in January, um, that, uh, Democrats are able to try to tie the dream act to that, um, and hopefully get, um, Permanent legislature, which prevents uh, dickholes like Donald Trump from doing these sorts of things. Yeah,
1: and and this, by the way, guys, this kind of goes back into my thing. I don't like executive orders. I don't like them from the liberal side. I don't like them from the conservative side. And one of the reasons I don't like them is because it's far too easy for the next administration to just come and be like, yep, don't like that. It's gone. It's done. And whereas if you actually... Uh, Pass stuff through the Senate, Congress, what what have you? Like it becomes law, and it's much harder to change law than it is to just write a new order to counteract the previous one. Yeah, so well,
0: EOs are always kind of a hotbed for a discourse, I think, because um, EOs are largely enforced simply because they're enforced like it's a, it's more tradition that, that, that makes it a thing than than any sort of like legislature or law behind it uh, i remember this being a particular point of contention uh during the bush years because he was doing uh, he, he really started uh amping up uh issuing uh, executive orders in ways that uh many people were calling unconstitutional at the time of course barack obama did, did uh similar not quite the same uh less executive orders and when he did it was for things like daca he did do um, fewer
1: executive orders here's the thing um not counting fdr uh, Republicans traditionally actually enact more EOs than, than Democrats do. Uh, FDR. But of course now, of course, of course now we can't have DACA because, uh, you know, it's an
0: extension of the, Fed. Uh, uh, we're not sure it's legal because it's an ex- executive order and blah, it's and unconstitutional. blah, blah. Unconstitutional. Unconstitutional, says Jeff Sessions. And then he cackles with glee as he bites the head off of a, ba- of a, a, newborn, uh, brown baby of some sort, uh, um, and, and, before lighting a cross on fire, uh, and, and he- putting his hood back on goes um, back to his making racist cookies in his fucking tree hut while he's watching a, reefer madness. He's a fucking elf. Um, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, DACA not happening for, you know, it, we got six more months, uh, for basically 800,000 upstanding American, uh, um, uh, people to find a way around this. And so the big hope is that somehow, uh, the dream act gets through with that. So,
1: and, and by the way, guys, for those of you who are asking why they don't just apply for citizenship, the, one of the, the things that, that DACA did was actually make applying for citizenship much, much harder for people that were part of the DACA program versus just coming over and, well, and it's not exactly
0: that. It's that <clears throat> DACA was more essentially like uh, we'll look the other way. Um, so not exactly we'll look the other way, but it was like um,
1: all it is is as th- long as you don't break our laws, you can stay.
0: It was an agreement not to enforce the uh, um, deportation. Uh, mm-hmm. So th- they they these people could have been deported under the letter of the law, and it was basically a, a proclamation uh, um, saying don't fucking do that. Uh, in fact, here come tell us, and this is this is where it gets particularly cruel. Um, the DACA program. Required a fantastic amount of trust on all sides, so but especially from the recipients of the program because they basically are coming in and they're giving everything needed for the government to deport them. That you know, home addresses, everything that they who needed brought to
1: know. them. Like yeah, there's yeah. a lot of stuff. Like they almost had to rat. Yeah, on and other instead, people,
0: and instead saying instead instead. Uh, you, you know what they get for that it, they get some trust from the government uh, in saying we won't deport you and the government gets some funding because uh, they, they now all of a sudden are paying taxes and contributing to you know society the way that other American citizens do um, so it's it's fucked up on all sides I, and I just it pisses me off every time I think about it that we're this is the yeah. state of things and that's that's of course the thing that we've got to focus on right now
1: I'm going to dispel a different rumor too and Eddie can confirm this because we have both worked jobs uh, that Uh, employ lots of entry-level workers and you do get some undocumented ones that come through sometimes and here's the thing um even members of of even people who are not members of the daca program they still pay their taxes oh yeah they pay so many taxes it's ridiculous yeah every once in a while you find you find an undocumented worker who like tries to find loopholes and stuff like that but for the most part all they want to do is come in and get a job and fly under the radar and support their family.
0: Yep. F- fantastically correct. Um, I, you know, the other myth that goes hand in hand with that is that, uh um, the, well, there's a couple. There's lots. I mean, it, it just comes down to pure racism. You know, like anytime somebody said, you know, they, these lazy immigrant workers taking American jobs. It's like, dude, fuck you. Like, trust me. I've worked the line. I, I've worked some, you know, hard shit doing work that uh, nobody else wants to do. And it's the immigrant workers who walk circles around. Uh, um You know, the white people, the, the stand up Americans that deserve all the whatever.
1: I, I will bet a beer that there are more blue collar American citizens that are guilty of tax fraud than there are (laughs) undocumented workers. It wouldn't,
0: it wouldn't surprise me at all because, like you said, I think that for the most people, they are working, um, they, they are working jobs, they are paying into tax, uh, but they don't get any of the benefits of it because they just can't claim the, uh, um, rewards uh, of, of doing such. So, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's definitely undocumented immigrant workers that are working as a farmhand somewhere that are getting paid under the table. Uh, just like somewhere there are people that are abusing the welfare program, but it's not the vast majority. The vast majority are doing uh, more than they really well, should have to.
1: And, and really, like who is responsible for the undocumented workers that are working under the table for lower wages than what's technically oh, legal the in employer, the nation? But, right? you know, we can't
0: go after the employers because they're creating jobs or whatever.
1: Well, and the thing is, is what are those what are those workers doing? They're doing work that most of the uh, quote unquote American citizens won't do.
0: Oh no, the, uh, there's a sta- the, 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 can you think of all the people you know um, that are just pissed off because um, the, the those damn immigrants came in and and, and stole their job picking berries. When's the last time you saw a white guy picking berries? Exactly.
1: Yeah. Anyway, and that's not me being making racist comments either. Like that's legit. Like I I rarely see it. I did know a kid uh, this last year who bought himself a PRS. Uh, SE edition uh, by picking blueberries, but he's the first kid that I've. That's I've, a lot of fucking
0: blueberries, man. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's like an eight hundred dollar guitar.
0: Yeah, I mean, but still, that's a lot of fucking blueberries. Yeah. Um, all right, let's let's move on from these dumb cunts and move on to some more dumb cunts. I need another beer. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> All right, we're back. We're two beers in, and that's what happens when we talk politics. It just makes me want to drink, and uh, I'm sure that uh, the fine makers of alcohol across the country are doing record business because I I assume that's probably the prevailing uh, feeling in the nation. I mean, probably. Speaking of things that make me want to drink, a couple of episodes back, we brought you the story of a nurse who was <clears throat> arrested for... Just last n- episode, I think. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who was arrested for not uh, complying with a police officer's orders to illegally draw blood from a patient, Uh very well-documented policy from the hospital, and what the police officer would have to do in order to make that uh, uh, request legally. This was absolutely not the case, so they decided to arrest her in a rather thuggish fashion... Oh, uh, but the story gets Here, better. Here's
1: here's the thing too. And this is diff- like this isn't in the show notes or anything like that, but I actually just found this out like right after we did our last show, I think. This is almost a 4 month old case.
0: Yeah. We talked about that. know, I mean, we? No, so I I I'm pretty positive this is probably the second time or the third time we talked about this on the air cuz I might think we be. talked about that too.
1: Yeah, so because this is yeah. This is nuts. But
0: but the, but it gets better because I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, man, that poor cop. He probably just had a bad day. Didn't exactly follow the letter of the law. This is probably just a mistake, misunderstanding. He fucked up. Uh, we'll we'll clear it all up. Um, he, but you know, good intentions. He was fighting those bad drug dealers or something like that. Uh, no, that's not what happened.
1: Side note, Laurelwood, Laurelwood Brewing Company in Portland, Workhorse IPA. Good on you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is- uh we we had i did bring over six of that tonight i had one it is very good right now i'm drinking the citrus mistress mistress from hot valley which has quickly become one of my go-to favorites
1: and it's weird and i feel like a hypocrite because i really actually do dig citrus mistress unfortunately hot valley was bought out last year by coors but mm. i don't even give a shit yeah. like it's good beer Stick with it i just can't not drink it I, it's not anheuser-busch slash inbev yeah. and that's how i feel better <laughs> that's how i sleep at night yeah so, anyway, speaking of sleeping at night, the
0: reason for this cop to bring somebody unconscious into the ER, uh demand a, a blood draw which is not legal and then demand er, arrest uh, and rough up a nurse who would not comply with the illegal order. reason for it actually turns out uh during a high-speed car chase which was inadvisable and probably the wrong thing, uh the cops wrecked um and this was somebody they were bringing in as a witness hopefully. I I I believe uh um trying to find drugs or something that would discredit them so that they could uh, discredit that particular person in the investigation.
1: Well, the the actual person they were pursuing in the high speed chase wrecked into this guy. Yeah. And he died. Not the not the not the victim they brought in for the blood draw, but the actual the, the, pers- the, tr- the pers- Yeah. Pursue. Pers- yeah. Pursue. Per- per- purse, I think is they just call it purse. No, that's no not. I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, he died. Yeah. And, uh, that's never good for the cops when somebody dies during a high speed chase because, uh, it's, it's really better if you can arrest them for a crime and actually say these people were guilty of something. If they just died during a high speed chase, then it's kind of like one of those things where, like, this guy's family's probably going to come after the cops and sue him and whatnot. Well, see, that's um, one of the reasons why. If they I... found drugs in the truck driver's system, though, they could be like, well, no, that wasn't us. This truck driver was fucking high out of his gourd. Yeah. He killed that guy, not us. Yeah, I mean,
0: definitely. He was sitting there sleeping in his truck, and then the, that truck decided to kill that guy. Yeah. Oh, it's obvious. Optimus um, Prime. It's got to be Optimus Prime. <laughs> definitely Optimus Prime. I think
1: we got a Transformer.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, man, good impressions tonight love that one. Uh, so, Yeah. So here here's the cops trying to now cover up, you know, uh uh something that did what was at the very least inadvisable. Um so you know, just I know high speed chases look cool in, in movies, but they're almost always inadvisable for the police for exactly this type of thing. This truck driver, it sounds like uh was it a driver? A truck driver. I don't know. Yeah. This dude that that they tried to illegally draw blood on uh it, it, it was, was in this wreck. It was a truck um,
1: driver, and the reason I know this is because technically Uh, truck drivers when they're involved in an accident do have to consent to to a a blood draw in the UA. However, no consciousness, no consent. Yeah. No arrest, no warrant. Yeah. No blood draw without consent. It's very simple. It's almost, it's almost one of those things where there's no gray area. And and I think this is just that there is no gray area. (laughs) Um,
0: but, uh, Gosh, where was I going with this? So, anyway, the the, the high-speed police chases, that's what I was going to say, almost always inadvisable. Um, I I think, uh, I'm not sure uh, that I'm correct in this, but I think that there are several uh, uh, police agencies across the states that uh, have, like, a no-chase rule for uh, uh, anything less than, you know, um, uh, a certain, you know, high
1: crimes. It's crazy. Uh, Here in Oregon... Because of this kind of shit. Here in Oregon, we're not one of those states. They do pursue people at a high speed. I actually, um, I don't know if you heard about the one that... um, Resulted in a civilian vehicle uh, being crashed into by a cop uh, f- a few weeks back or a couple months ago. A mm. month and a half ago, probably.
0: I don't know if I heard about it, but it doesn't surprise me in the sense.
1: Um, I actually worked with the guy whose wife and kids that was that got wrecked into. Holy God. Uh, and uh, they weren't really offered a lot in compensation either. Like, oh, their insurance took care of it.
0: Oh, no, they they wouldn't. I mean, um, that's, the, the, that's the other thing here, too. So, um, it,
1: it, God, if I were that guy and I'm not making I'm not naming names but if I were that guy like I I would be living in the Benton County Sheriff's office like that would be my new residence
0: yeah yeah um good news slightly slightly good news not necessarily good news because who knows what'll come of it but uh, the FBI is now investigating the police who arrested
1: this nurse uh for refusing the illegal blood draw so there is not, not investigating the police department like specifically this cop and his yeah. partner like they've got federal attention now. Um, I don't know if they actually broke federal law when they did it. I assume they they might find something. I I'm not well enough versed in.
0: Yeah. See, this is where it gets a little gray. I'm not sure how the FBI gets called into this or what makes this an, a, a, a federal case. Um, but I'm glad it's happening because somebody needs to hold uh, these, these kind of cops accountable. Thank, thank goodness it, that seems... nurse
1: was white so that it could actually get this much attention.
0: I know, I know. <laughs> I'm very happy that she was white in this case because if she were black, she would have already been shot five times and everybody on the scene would have, uh, uh of course the whole whole uh police force would rally behind her and, and you know planted crack on her just like from uh, uh Chappelle show. <laughs> um so yeah, they are investigating these these officers, uh which is good because uh you know in a just world, in, in a sane world, what would happen is when you create when you committed such a gross uh uh grossly negligent uh grossly uh, um that's the word I'm looking for. Incompetent maneuver in any other job. You'd probably be fired at the very least severely disciplined, maybe demoted, maybe, you know, pumped back to whatever the equivalent of. Uh, um, um, well, I mean, just stuck back on a desk. You know, you wouldn't be out on the field allowed to make these kinds of inane decisions. Um, he just needs to be gone. Yeah. So, but, but in any other, in any other world, uh, uh, you would just be fired. In any other business, you would just be fired. In any other job, you would just be fired. Uh, so, speaking of that, that they did the have a second job doing this is what's insane.
1: He did have a second job. Interesting. And they did fire him. He was actually a, a part time ambulance driver for an ambulance company. Um, and part of what, are was, you fucking serious? Yeah. Part of what was caught on that, on that tape was him talking about how he was going to be, uh, he, he was going to be given shit by this hospital going forward and that his retaliation for that was going to be that he would only bring them like transient victims and take the good ones elsewhere what a piece of shit he was caught saying that on tape and the ambulance company that he drove for was like you know he wasn't on duty when it happened but that goes against our policies and our, our standards of of employment so he's done jesus christ and that's just one more thing. That's just one more thing. You can't even claim
0: ignorance at that point. You know, he, you know, you, you get training as an ambulance driver. Uh, you know, they, they do tell you some of these things, you know, they, yeah. they tell you, you know, I, presumably, um, I don't know if he's just a driver or is he like an EMT?
1: driver that i know of
0: okay, he's not an emt I you know think. like my uncle was an emt and i can he sure as fucking shit guarantee that like, he knew who he was al- who he was allowed to
1: draw blood on but the thing is is he was part of the blood draw program through the police department what the blood draw program is is they actually train their officers in phlebotomy so they can do their own blood draws that's insane so he should have known all of this see it's insane that you
0: even train police officers how to do blood draws
1: i think that's a ridiculous idea no, I don't it think just, it's I, it's there's it's, zero reason for that.
0: Like there, it, this is it, the, the fucked up consequence really of things. like The world only on drugs. adds
1: liability. Yeah, like that's that's the only thing it does. Um, all right, that's enough about crooked cops. And I don't actually have a potpourri section this week. And I want to I wanted to kind of segue um, this in here somehow. And it's not going to be clean at all. But it's 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 going to be interesting. And you're going to laugh your fucking ass off at this. So. Um, a couple weeks ago, I started listening to a different podcast, you know, because we always plug other people's podcasts because we're terrible podcast hosts. Yeah. Um, called Star Trek The Next Conversation. We did. It is fucking amazing. Um, where I'm at right now, they're currently about 20 episodes in okay. to, to, the, to the first season of TNG. But uh, one of the hosts um, is a writer for the Goldbergs, Andy Secunda, who didn't watch TNG when it first came out. He watched a couple episodes, didn't really like it, just forgot about it um Poor the other host has seen every episode at least you know a couple of times and whatnot and um and so it's kind of a, a, an interesting journey taking this this noob so to speak through the show well you guys know this if you've ever watched it the first season of tng is pretty bad it's pretty bad yeah it's pretty there's, bad there's a few there's, there's some vegans, redeeming but it's, ho- it's, it's, episodes it's but yeah um, data lore stands out that's a good episode
0: is that the one where tasha wants to fuck
1: data uh no, that's uh that's actually one of the episodes I didn't like as much. That's Naked Now. <laughs> no, I know, it's just kidding. Because it was just a ripoff of <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh Naked terrible. Time from the original series. It's but, also terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. Data lore was one where we meet Lore for the first time.
0: Okay, that one's not so bad. Uh
1: but anyway, Andy Sekunda has created a segment on the show called Andy's Theories where he posits theories about these characters as they go on. hmm The best theory that he's come up with so far, and this is amazing when you look at all the evidence, is that Wesley Crusher is actually a psychopath? <laughs> okay, uh, he's a psychopath. His Q sort of thing too, but yeah. no, he's just a psychopath. He's a psychopath, and his mom is actually not that bright. But Wesley has manipulated her into becoming a doctor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now this is my headcanon for every time I watch the show from here out, dude.
1: It's it's fucking amazing because when you look at the the shit that Wesley has been involved in. Over the course of the series, oh,
0: like uh, the, one one of the ones where he returns on after he's uh, done being regular on the series, and it's uh it's the one where they're in flight school or whatever, and somebody dies. Yeah, and there's a, like
1: this giant cover up. Yeah, that's gonna be an interesting episode to watch mm-hmm. when he gets there. Yeah, yeah, he's not even that. Like, yeah, that's that's a few seasons down the road, but like just uh, you know, there was the even as something as innocuous as like the um, God, what was that episode? Uh, Riker, Riker and some other people were down on the planet. Oh, it was it was Angel One. It was the it was the one where they were down on the planet that was ruled by women. Nice. And uh and and, and it was like the sexism was was the opposite of what it is uh, you know, on our planet. Yeah. And uh notice I didn't say was. <laughs> no. No. But uh Hillary's emails. Meanwhile, everybody everybody on the Enterprise is getting sick from this mysterious illness that theoretically came from the holodeck that Wesley Crusher was on. He totally did that shit. Yeah. He used the holodeck to manufacture fucking disease. What a dick. <laughs> uh, kind anyway, of a cool theory, though. It, it, it's, it's hilarious. And I highly recommend if you're, a, if you're a TNG fan and you're, and you're kind of sitting around at that point going, you know what? I should watch that series again. You should, but you should, you should watch the episodes and then listen to this podcast as you go along, because it's, it's only going to do you favors. Um, and, and it, it's given Eddie and I, an idea for a spinoff that we'll talk more about, you know, later one day. Yeah. um, Okay, should we talk DC? We should. Okay. This headline doesn't make any sense to Eddie. I can see by the by his furrowed brow. No, actually, I kind
0: of got this one. Uh, uh, I'm fairly sure I got this one. Anyway, the headline uh, Matt put in the show notes is DC casts Aquaman as Hawk for Titans. Okay, so let's break this down a little bit. Uh, titans, of course, being the new show that's I think coming to live TNT. action. Uh That's going to be the Teen Titans. So we get Nightwing, we get uh, Starfire. Teen T get... or is it freeform? Uh, it could be freeform. I don't fucking know. Um, anyway. I don't either. Coming on, one of these shows. Uh, Come well, on, one have of, of these shows. Probably Marvel stuff. Yeah, I, I want to say it's, TN, it's TNT. I, I you think can it be is. Right. Um, so anyway, uh, Teen Titans, of course, is the the Titans part of this? Uh, Hawk, I assume, is another, one of the Hawk people. Hawkman.
1: Uh, no. Hawkboy, nope. Hawk boy. Hawk girl. Hawk. Hawk and Dove. They're a different. They're a different. Different animal altogether. Okay, I got nothing then. And, and then, of course, uh, when you're saying Cass Aquaman,
0: uh, we know it's not Cal Drogo. Um, nope. So uh, my assumption is we've got Aquaman coming
1: from Smallville. Yep, Alan Ritson, Alan also Ritson. known as Thad from Blue Mountain State. If you've never watched Blue Mountain State, nope. Stop listening to our show right now and go listen to it or go watch it. It's it's amazing. Okay, cool. Not listen, watch. Yeah, um... I'm Thad. That's all you need to know. <laughs> i'm on board already um so yeah that that is of course what
0: we got here aquaman returning for a uh, teen <laughs> to play is he, he's playing a, a teen titan
1: uh, it's just called titans it is i don't i titans. don't think so it's we teen titans. Ups, but um we and, and if ups, you look at the if you look at the current uh comic book culture uh titans is a different team than the teen titans right now yep. um so but i'm just saying he's gonna be like 45 and playing somebody who's 20. Who knows? I'm just I don't know how Richard is, but, uh, it, it, Alan Richard is, he's, he's, he's a good fit for this character, I think. Um, and it's another one of those situations where, um, the powers that be on the TV side of the Warner Brothers division are really doing what they can to pay homages to past series and characters from those series. Uh, so good on you, WB, for this part. Um, if you guys could have a serious, serious talk with the film division. Uh, that'd be great. They really need to have their come to Jesus
0: moment, like when they, where they sit everybody down and they're like, "Okay, guys, so we're making these shows. Seems like a lot of people really like them, especially you know the CW stuff. A lot of people seem to really like that whole Flash thing. Arrow's been pretty good. Uh, we 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 spun off Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, I didn't put this link in here too. We got Supergirl going on. Uh, maybe, maybe just maybe, instead of trying to reinvent the fucking wheel every time, maybe you just do something like that. Maybe you just do something the fans seem to like.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Um, we need to put a link in there, in here for this too, before we go on the next. Uh, Marv Wolfman actually on the Facebook, uh, you know, friend of the show, Marv Wolfman. Uh huh. Uh, posted that, uh, uh, Slade Wilson's son has been cast. Nice. Uh, for at least two episodes of, uh, of Arrow this coming season. The son that Ollie promised information on in exchange for Slade's help, uh, during the finale. Uh, last season. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, he goes by a an assumed name when we first meet him in the character, and his last name is Wolfman, and I thought that was pretty... I think it's Grant Wolfman. Nice. So, uh, I like how it changed to Wolfman, because... <laughs> and
0: shades, apparently. Fucking iPads with your fucking uh, autocorrect. When I'm typing the letters and it's a real word, just never autocorrect a word that's actually the same word. I know. Like, it, it's just so fucking insane that it does that. Um, okay, anyway cool i'll stick that in show notes that's a nice little homage i think right there yeah yeah i um, think it's pretty great
1: uh should we talk wonder woman or at least gal gadot
0: yeah this is kind of an interesting one uh uh and i've got i got maybe i don't know maybe a controversial opinion i don't know you have you seen fury road yeah oh yeah oh yeah fury road good movie um so of course one of the standouts in fury road was um that fucking chick who Charlize played Theron. furiosa yeah Charlize Theron. Um, played Furiosa. There was a lot of talk about feminism in the movie and how that worked out and didn't work out. Uh, mostly worked out in the movie. It, it became a big part of the thing. Anyway, uh, Charlize Theron gave a pretty great uh, portrayal of mm-hmm. Furiosa in the movie. Turns out, um, uh, Gal Gadot was almost cast as Furiosa instead. So if you can picture what that looks like instead,
1: this actually came out in an article that talked about Gal Gadot's, uh, you know, newfound stardom because she essentially was unknown for quite a long time. And, uh, she would always end up as a as as a a top runner for a, a part and then it would in in invariably it would go to the the big name that she was up against and this this was one example that she gave for that um here's here's you said yours is going to be controversial so i'm going to go first on this and just and just throw my opinion out there fury road is actually a work of art and i can't actually see myself trying to uh, posit any other actor in any of those roles than what we have. Nothing against Gal Gadot, because I do think she's wonderful. I'm actually glad though, that we got Charlize in that role because she was in, in my opinion, perfect. Okay, So then this isn't controversial
0: at all. Really? Then all I was going to say is I'm glad they didn't cast Gal in this (laughs) because, uh, Charlize Theron was definitely the better pick. And of course we, now we've got the actual movie. I, I guess we could say we never would know what, uh, Gal would look like as, um, Furiosa. uh but i'm just gonna you know my gut says worse my gut says it would have been a worse movie if they would have made that casting decision i instead. mean i
1: don't even know if it was worse but it, it, it probably wouldn't be better and uh, it could, gal i didn't have to shave her head
0: yeah no I, I don't think it would have been better in fact i think that would have kind of been almost a that would have been a missed opportunity if they had cast her instead especially over Charlie's there on um don't don't get me wrong i love gal um uh, uh probably more than is strictly speaking healthy uh but Shirley's is, is a head and shoulders, a better actress. Um, and this, this is definitely a, an actress's role.
1: I mean, this is one of those situations where the movie itself was actually legitimately so good that to change a single part of it, you run the risk of Fucking not wrong. having that. Yeah. And that's, that's hindsight, of course, is always 2020. We know the movie's wonderful. So it's easy for us to say this now. Yeah. Um,
0: But I mean, they kind of got lightning in a bottle a little bit with Fury Road. Um, Yeah. And so I think, you know, to to your point, just changing any little piece of it uh, makes it a a different thing altogether. But this would be a one big thing uh, that I think probably would have made the movie demonstrably worse.
1: I mean, I think I think I just don't think she's right for that role. I mean, honestly, I I, I wasn't 100 percent sold on Tom Hardy as Max, even when when they first announced that he was cast as Max for it uh and then of course you had other casting you had uh with nicholas holt is that uh beast from i think you might be right as as little cancer boy yeah uh he was he was great in it uh you had the the big bad who was a good homage because he played a, the villain in, in the original mad max as well so yeah just a different guy <laughs> yeah uh anyway they did a lot of good things with that movie and i'm Uh, You know, again, hindsight being 2020, I'm glad they did things the way they did because it was a fantastic movie. Uh, Gal Gadot, who knows? If she'd have been cast uh, as Furiosa and the movie tanked, would we have the Wonder Woman that we have now?
0: Yeah, it would, I think there's almost no like, this is another, you know, like, butterfly effect sort of bullshit. If she had been cast, there's a good chance we wouldn't have the Wonder Woman we have now. Certainly not Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, because she would be doing different things by that point. So, I mean,
1: I'm not saying that a kid would have gotten blown up by fireworks in a mailbox mm. uh, if we'd cast Gal Gadot. <laughs> uh,
0: for those of you not aware, that is a pull, of course, from the Butterfly Effect movie, which was kind of dog shit.
1: I actually dug the first one. I didn't watch the second one, but I really, really it that movie's a mind trip, and it's got a lot of good acting in it from uh, Ashton Kutcher. Oddly enough,
0: it's an okay movie with uh, a fairly cool idea that's executed very poorly.
1: Um, and it's got foggy. It's, it's Nelson not even in
0: consistent. It. It's not even consistent with its own internal uh, time travel. Neither yeah, Back which to the is...
1: Future, though. Come on.
0: No, Back to the Future. Back to the future's is consistent. Bullshit. The fuck it isn't. Bullshit. Show me.
1: Okay. Biff Tannen steals the time machine. Got it. Goes back in time. Gives himself the sports almanac, makes yeah. himself rich in one timeline, but somehow is able to travel back from the past. To the same timeline but, he came from. That's not a that's not a refutation because Back to the Future is
0: internally consistent in that regard. But in Back to the Future, the timeline is not immediately set, which is why when Johnny when he's playing Johnny Be Good and the family's disappearing, it's because time hasn't set uh based on that. Things
1: have to become permanent. Dude, that's uh, a huge change though. It's not. It okay, but, 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 it Marty, is, it is but Marty is consistent with Marty went back rules. in time immediately after that and yet went back to the alternate reality boom motherfucker no, still not a boom yes it is still not a boom because yes. it even explains that in the and movie. and when doc put jen on the fucking porch and said don't worry she'll be fine and then they go do their thing and they go back and all of a sudden she's fine that took cha- took place instantaneously
0: because then they'd return to the regular timeline because nah you fucking to fuck that up
1: nah you're fighting too hard now no that's the thing the, the, the Biff could line, not have returned but, back to the same time
0: he could have because that's couldn't. how the timeline works in back to the future it's it's internally consistent at least i'm not saying it's not stupid uh, but it's internally consistent in Butterfly i'm calling FX- i'm calling bullshit Okay, well, you could be wrong all you want, um, but the <laughs> butterfly effect is not even internally consistent. Uh, so that that that's the type of thing that bothers bothers me. Like number one, anytime you deal with any kind of time travel movie, you're basically going to have to sit down and like, uh, if you know anything about the p- plausible uh, uh, time travel stuff, you you um if you think about it for more than five seconds, it just cl- quickly becomes a
1: paradox and doesn't make any sort of sense. That's that's what I liked about Terminator and Terminator Two because they were like, no. No, yeah. this is the timeline we're in right now. Like it's it doesn't yeah. matter.
0: <laughs> so um, the thing with uh, Butterfly Effect is it doesn't even stay consistent to its own rules internally, which that bugs the shit out of me because you know, getting into a time travel movie, they got to set up some very basic rules uh, in order to make it make any sort of sense. And Butterfly Effect doesn't even do that. So yeah, well, Looper kind Lo- Looper
1: ones. suffered from the same thing. It it did. It's super. And bad. I liked Looper up until that last part where I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't follow its own rules. Yeah
0: uh all right let's move on from uh fury road because that's what we're talking about oh yeah um and looper and looper uh and back to the future uh which fuck you i'll fight you um <laughs> thor is a more is more popular than the justice league we got this link from heroic hollywood uh and I, i'm assuming it's going to tell me exactly what i think it is which is that do we not uh, have the
1: link in here about the guardian oh no we're not a marvel yet it, it's, yeah, okay, it's marvel. yeah it's marvel it's marvel um, Thor.
0: Well, this is only tangentially.
1: Uh, um, I, that's why I put it at the end of this, this section because kind of nice I bridge it, yeah. into the
0: Marvel universe. Um, so, Fantango's most anticipated fall movie right now is Thor: Ragnarok instead of the Justice League. And I gotta say, I don't disagree. Although my personal fanboy heart uh, yearns for a good Justice League movie so much I, so that it's I want Justice League just to be on great. the top of my calendar. Yeah, I, I want it to be great. I just have no expectation that it's going to be.
1: Yeah, no, I I want it to be great and. I but uh, but I do understand like with Thor I mean unless they do a repeat of the dark world we're almost assured to get a good movie.
0: I mean, we got fucking Planet Hulk going on here. We got Kate Blanchett looking hot as shit it, it, like uh um And I haven't said that about Kate Blanchett in a long time. Um yeah, well the, see the thing is I I um listening to another podcast I really like called Do by Friday um which uh, ironically we may be ripping off By Friday this week um anyway uh they, <laughs> they talked briefly about how he uh one of the hosts had just discovered this thing called financial uh domination porn which is basically where you you, you the, the fetish is paying a woman to you know beat the shit out of you and, and or just just a bit in getting off on you know basically paying this woman exorbitant amounts of money and Kate Blanchett looks like she she's a total like she's a total match for that like I could give Kate Blanchett twenty dollars and it'd probably give me a boner
1: no i mean that's
0: a stretch all right we'll move on
1: i here's the deal i think kate blanchett being in the same room as you would give you a boner
0: it's it's also very likely <laughs> um, I,
1: I don't think you have to pay the 20 bucks for that i think you know
0: <laughs> 20 dollars not to notice too much um, yeah uh
1: let's talk real quick about um the next thor topic since we're we're ranching into the marvel now one thing before
0: we move on sure i I was just looking at the rest of this list most anticipated fall movies uh really quickly thor ragnarok justice league blade runner 2049 kingsman the golden circle and of course it which opened and it turns out it was really fucking anticipated because it set records Uh, a lot of people really like that
1: movie i've heard a lot of good reviews about it
0: the thing i was going to mention very briefly was uh kingsman um their opening uh their premiere was supposed to be i think this weekend or next weekend uh and they were going to throw this big uh gala in i think new york and they decided to cancel it and Donate all the proceeds to charity. Uh, good. Good Her- for Herky them. Harvey Relief. Um, so, yeah, cool. Acting good on exactly you, exactly as
1: a Kingsman should. Um, um, I also think that you and I probably need to make plans to go watch that. Probably. Uh, as you're the one that recommended the first one to me, and I fucking love that movie.
0: <laughs> it is so great. I, I did not know what I was getting into. I was just like, oh, I guess this looks okay, and I put it on, and then I was watching, and I was like, holy shit, And did this I, is I see really the good.
1: Charlie Sheen's in it? What? I, I I think I'm I think I might have seen the Charlie Sheen's in it. I think he what? might be the bad guy. Okay. Uh, let me. Oops. Come on, vamp for me for a minute. Well, oh, uh, Channing
0: up. Tatum's in it. Um so next list is most anticipated actor chris hemsworth for thor ryan gosling for blade runner idris elba for molly's game thor ragnarok the mountain between us channing tatum in the kingsman golden circle or not the kingsman just kingsman and number five is uh ben affleck in justice league um most anticipated actresses uh gal gadot justice league kate blanchett thor ragnarok uh jennifer lawrence in mother exclamation point don't know what the fuck that is Halle Berry is apparently in Kingsman. Holy shit, who's she not is. in this fucking movie? Uh, Mila Kunis in A Bad Mom's Christmas. So, w- that is that enough vamping? Or
1: uh, I've got the IMDB right here.
0: Great. That is um, great. I, I don't
1: actually see Charlie. I do see Elton John, though.
0: Okay. Well, that's also weird. But Jeff
1: Bridges, Julianne Moore, Dude, Colin Firth. Seriously.
0: First,
1: Halle Berry, Jenny Tatum.
0: Is this just going to be like a cameo fest? What the fuck? Um, yeah, it's weird. I mean, definitely. I really
1: thought I saw somebody in there that I thought was like, well, that's really out of place. But then I remembered the character that Sam Jackson played and I was like, well, never mind.
0: Well, Elton John is kind of an odd one for the movie. Um, But yeah, fine. I'm um, good.
1: You know, you know what's weird uh, about Elton John being in this movie? Maybe it's not weird. Maybe it's actually uh, a, a contractual uh, kind of thing. But, you know, they're doing an Elton John biopic. Oh, um, the problem with that is Elton John is the executive producer on it. And one, I don't think should ever executive produce a movie that is their own, uh, story. And the reason why is because, uh, Elton John's first choice to play him. Who's Elton John? Tom Hardy. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's not happening. Uh, what is happening though is, uh, is that, uh, Taryn Egerton is going to play him.
0: Oh, you know what? I could see Elton John just being bros and be like, "Taren, Taren you know, you're a cool dude. I'll come on your movie, uh, and, yeah, and give you some of that Elton juice. Uh, and you know, maybe then I can give you some of that Elton juice because Elton's gay.
1: Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't see uh, that Charlie that Sheen. Uh, I don't know. I don't see Charlie Sheen in the cast list. Um, I don't know where I got that from. Maybe it's the second beer. I don't know. Um, But if you do want to hear Taron Egerton sing an Elton John song, watch the movie sing, because he plays Johnny the Gorilla, and he does do an Elton John song in there. So if you want to know how he's going to do as Elton John, uh, watch that, because as far as I'm aware, he is going to be doing all of his own singing for that movie.
0: Right. Okay, so keeping in line with Thor, let's move into Marvel, and let's talk Thor Ragnarok. Let's. So, strong rumors indicate Guardians are going to play a part in the Ragnarok. At least a small part. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't know how much we're going to get out of them. It, um I know at least um there was uh, uh some storyboards. And on one of the storyboards that somebody saw for the movie, uh, the Milano was, Dude, was on it. If you're going to put Guardians into the regular universe, I think this is the best way to do it. <clears throat> you kind of bridge the gap with this and then they're full on. In, in, yeah, because uh, they're off Infinity planet. War. They're doing
0: weird shit that um, really doesn't make a lot of sense uh, compared to the rest of the main, you know, New York Marvel heroes. Um, so, yeah, it's a totally cool way, I think, to bridge the gap there. And then, of course, uh, when we do the big team up movies, uh, Thor can be like,
1: uh, yeah, it's fine. I'll call him my bro, um, you know, fucking uh, Star Lord or whatever. Dude, if anybody is gonna be Thor's bro from the Guardians, it's Rocket. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Possibly Drax, even. But I just I love this little trash panda. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so I, this doesn't really surprise me very much. I know there's been a lot of focus on Doctor Strange. Uh, which is, uh, a, a part of the movie that people do know about. Uh, the funny thing is, is when people asked about the Milano and that storyboard, the, um, the guy who was kind of right there going, yeah, that's there for a reason. And then he immediately segued into, uh, a story about Doctor Strange. So it was, it was kind of confirmation by deflection. A it's little like, bit.
0: Uh, stay on message, stay on message, stay on yeah. message. Yeah.
1: So, um, it's there, there's, it touches on that in the article. Uh, so that's why I wanted to put it in there. I think, Eddie's a hundred percent right about this. I think it's going to be a good way to bridge the gap, uh, between the two, uh, properties and, or properties. I mean, they're the same. They're all Marvel, but you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, also in our Marvel section, we have, uh, from CBR.com, that's a comic book reader, uh, got it, uh, villains that they got right and wrong in the MCU, mm-hmm. as in, uh, where did they portray them the way that they should have? Yep. Uh, so we'll start off the list with 15. Got it right. Ultron, Age of Aven- uh, Avengers, Age of
1: Ultron. Um. The movie wasn't as solid as I would have liked, but I did like the portrayal of Ultron by James Spader, uh. I think they got this one right in the list. See, and
0: so I'm I'm going to start off by immediately disagreeing with this because uh on the one hand I didn't mind his portrayal. I just Ultron is ultimately I thought a little bit more of an unfeeling villain. Uh number 14 got wrong Baron Zemo. So they said got wrong Baron Zemo and uh okay, this one actually um I also disagree with because as much as they didn't play Baron Zemo exactly like his comic book counterpart, uh, they managed to bring him up to speed in the modern age in a way that's really cool.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. This is where you're right, but you're also not right according to the reason why they got him wrong. Okay. The reason they got him wrong is because they, they said that that movie did not give him enough screen time to actually develop his character, and that's correct. He should have had a little bit more screen time.
0: I thought they, I thought that was kind of, you know, bright and tight. I thought they, I thought they gave him, um, enough. Like, like, that's, that's one of the things where you say got wrong. I'd argue with, um, I mean, I guess technically they did because Baron Zemo's is a much bigger deal in the comics, but he didn't need to be for the movie. He was exactly what he needed
1: to be for the movie. No, no, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And that's, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think he could have been much more than what he was if they'd have given him just a bit more because that the, the whole plot, his, his piece of the plot was really kind of just, strung through the movie yeah and um uh, but i mean people don't watch captain america civil war because they think he's gonna win an oscar somewhere either so well i mean the other thing too is like um
0: his, I don't know, they they have to have some sort of plot. There has to be some sort of antagonist so that we get a reason for the the, the superheroes to fight. But let's face it, Civil War was a big just vehicle to get superheroes to fight. So. Yep.
1: I uh, think we can agree with number 13. I think both oh, of us agree yeah, on this. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. Uh, From Luke Cage. dope portrayal. In fact, uh, spoilers. When Cottonmouth leaves the show um, is, is, to me, when the show kind it, of... It, it takes a got definite got downward turn. Downward turn, yeah, for sure.
1: Um, got Wrong. Number 12. The Mandarin from Iron Man 3. 100%
0: agree. 100%. And apparently my iPad has decided it's just not fucking going to work with this page. But I guess that's what I get for running a of uh,
1: list. CBR is also kind of glitchy. so
0: I, I I can't believe in this day and age that there's any website that a, a um, modern tablet device struggles with at, our, at all. And CBR, get your shit together because this isn't that hard. Uh,
1: and, okay, and here's another thing. Um, this one I agree with, but I think they should have kind of narrowed it in a little bit. Uh, number 11 got right. Uh, Hydra various films and shows so different Hydra agents from around uh, No, Hydra
0: is actually I think pretty spot on for the most part it, just the g- general organizational portrayal uh, I'll give yeah. them
1: individual actors maybe not so much uh, I, You know, you'd think that but then even like Gary Shandling and stuff I think pulled, pulled it off really well yeah. uh,
0: Well, I, I guess I shouldn't have said actors but characters
1: Yeah. Uh, number 10, another one we both agree on uh, got it wrong, Diamondback from Luke Cage
0: Yeah, I didn't like Diamondback.
1: Yeah, me neither. Uh, Number nine, got right. Grant Ward slash Hive from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I agree with that 100% too. I like like Ward's character.
0: Yeah, I wasn't really familiar with the Hive character in the comics, but I thought that they did an amazing job with that character and the arc that he has in the show is very satisfying. I'm
1: not really that familiar with Hive from the comic books either, but one of the things that I think that they did right uh, with this character just in general is that once they got to this angle in the show is when I was kind of 100% in on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, same. Uh, got Wrong, uh, Cassillis from Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah, he kind of got lost in the shuffle of visual effects in Doctor Strange. I think he, his character suffered from that quite a bit rather than, you know...
0: Yeah, Cassilis to me was just a... I, I don't care about a villain. like that's he, was, he was kind the of Marvel. the MacGuffin
1: just to, to push the story along.
0: Yeah, it's one of the curses of the Marvel villain. Uh, um, uh, the the rogues gallery for Marvel in the movies is that uh, they often have weak or underdeveloped villains with motivations that you don't really give a shit about. And so Kaecilius is sort of the poster child for that. I never could get on board with any reason why he was motivated to do the things he was. And in the end, it, I don't know that it even really made sense.
1: Dude, like the Mordo turn didn't even make sense because they didn't explore any of the characters aside from Doctor Strange and No, the Mordo and, turn and the didn't make one.
0: any sort of fucking sense. He was like a petulant yeah. child in the end, which is really kind of uh, disappointing from a from, you know, from, super, from a, super monk.
1: Yeah, from a super monk who's supposed to be the most disciplined person in the world. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, fuck you. Yeah, basically. So, um, all right, got it right. 100% agree with this one. Number seven, the Kingpin from Daredevil.
0: Oh, yeah. Nailed Kingpin. Uh, Probably my favorite portrayal of Kingpin, which isn't saying much because there hasn't been a lot outside of Spider-Man, the 1992 cartoon, and uh, the Daredevil movie, which we shall not speak of. Um, So, yeah. Kingpin. uh, D'Onofrio is Kingpin. Fucking great.
1: Yeah. Uh, They said number six got it wrong was Ronan from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Don't 100% agree with this. Um, I think they could have flushed his character out a little bit more in the movie um, and made him a little bit better because he did... didn't get a lot of explanation, Um, but in terms of the presentation of the character and, and just kind of what a Royal badass he actually is. I thought they did right. So,
0: well, that, that that again goes to the, like um, just two dimensional Marvel movie needs a villain sort of thing. So they get, they, they put a character that's a familiar name and and don't really give him any sort of reason for existing. They have to
1: have somebody swinging around in infinity stone. So yeah.
0: And, and outside of that, it didn't really make, you know, again, you don't necessarily have to empathize with every single villain, but it's another sort of curse of the Marvel villains uh, sort of thing.
1: Well, and, and kind of one of the, one of the ways the, the Ronan character from the movie suffered a little bit is because they did change the course of events, um, is from the comic books in terms of like Star Lord's dad. Star Lord's dad was ego in the movie. Uh, in the comic book, Star Lord's dad is actually, um, a different dude who, uh, rules the Kree empire. Gotcha. And Ronan is one of his top guys and they could have, fleshed out running a little bit more had they not chosen to go that direction with the uh
0: yeah i I don't think that they they knew what they were doing when they did the first one
1: probably not yeah they they, uh i don't even actually know that that they knew they were doing a sequel to it when they did the first one so they just kind of wanted to get something out there yeah Um, um
0: number five got right mariah dillard
1: from luke cage uh yeah i would agree with that cottonmouth sister
0: yeah, I'm looking forward to season two of Luke Cage because I think this is a much better villain for Luke Cage. Um, that I think it's interesting to kind of put a hero like Luke against who, you know, so far is really sort of the standout powered villain or powered mm-hmm. hero in the Defenders. Um, so putting him against a non powered villain and having that be interesting is
1: just really fun to me. So, I really actually like the interaction between Mariah and uh, Shades. Oh, yeah. So.
0: The Mariah and everybody really sh- Mariah and shades was really good. Uh, Mariah and cotton I thought was also com- super compelling. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, number four got wrong. The Chitari. Yep.
1: Um, I agree with that
0: in the Avengers. Yeah. So I don't know anything about the Ch- Chitari. Uh, it, and all I knew was I recognized the name when they were, showed up in the thing and I was like, well, they need a bad guy. So it's interesting that they were, um, using that.
1: Uh, I, I don't know. I, what I heard was that the scrolls were tied up in legalities. And they couldn't necessarily use the scrolls. Use the yeah. scrolls, and which made, is why they went with the chitari. But the scrolls would have made more sense because they fit the more
0: of the character here that they went with the chitari, which is you know mindless foot soldiers essentially.
1: Yeah, uh, number three got it right, and in my opinion, this would have been number one. But should have been number one. Kilgrave.
0: Kilgrave in Jessica Jones, uh, the Purple Man. This is probably in Jesus Christ. No, I'm just going to say unqualified. My favorite villain in Marvel so far. Yeah. Uh, in the um, modern screen.
1: Nope, I agree. Uh, Kilgrave was was badass. And this one uh I can't agree with more. Got wrong uh the hand various Netflix shows. Uh not necessarily I don't agree with the entire hand being being portrayed wrong, but I definitely uh agree with the character that they put in the picture here, which was Sigourney Weaver's character from uh Defenders. Uh I didn't believe her character at all.
0: Yeah, I just fucking didn't care about the hand. Essentially, like we we talked about this when we talked about the defenders in episode number I don't know nine diggity two or something like that. Uh, and it it was just a weak it was a weak thing, and I, I didn't care about any of the villains. The villains really had no stakes for me. Gao was okay, and everybody outside of that was lackluster and that's,
1: uninteresting. That's see where I think they went wrong is like Madame Gao has been in every series so far, I think, or at least most of them, uh, to some extent and that's why we cared about her character a little bit sigourney weaver is just coming into this and we're supposed to believe that she's actually like the um the middle finger of the hand
0: <laughs> yeah and, and even still like uh, I, I even kind of think they fucked Gao a little bit with this portrayal because one of the things that made Gao interesting up until this point um you know it, when she they, really when didn't they answer her, anybody yeah when they played her in defenders it's like oh she's a little old asian lady selling a ton of drugs uh and then when they go from that there, was daredevil not defenders defender uh sorry yeah daredevils um and then it gets, you know, to Iron Fist and now she's got some more mystical, you know, um I I actually and, and loved her character this, in Iron like, Fist even though moved and it's not interesting anymore.
1: Even though Iron Fist is technically the weakest entry in the MCU uh Netflix properties, I actually liked her character in it because it definitely um even though uh Kabuto was of the hand and Gao was of the hand, like it showed that there was tension between the the different fingers of the hand so to speak. Um, and she was willing to do what she needed to do to take over his territory and whatnot, which kind of made it weird for me to believe that Sigourney Weaver is just all of a sudden supposed to be the one that's actually in charge of all of them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I didn't believe that at all. Uh, got it right. Number one is Loki. Uh, kind of saw that one coming a mile away because everybody loves, uh, Hiddleston as yeah, Loki. Yeah. Um, I can't disagree, uh, but I don't think that he, well, I don't want to take anything away from him, but I do think that, uh, Tennant as, uh, Kilgrave, I, I would put at least up there with. No, I'm going to put him higher than Loki.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, I stick. Kilgrave towards the top best villain i think in the mcu so far i, I do love loki although i guess but. this list is about what they got right and wrong and they definitely got comic book uh, loki I, I, I do feel like comic book loki is what we're seeing on the screen so um and, and uh, you know in that regard i still think i'd go with Kilgrave because i don't think that they did any in- injustice to Kilgrave either and i do think he's the more interesting he the wasn't purple
1: that's the only difference
0: he wore purple suits and shit he like did that.
1: wear purple suits though which i did i, I think was an excellent yeah. homage but
0: But, uh, Loki, you know, Loki, I think especially in the early days was really holding down the fort for Marvel villains and, um, they've branched him out a lot of different ways. So yeah, I'm going to, I'll kind of give this list that one, but yeah, definitely Killgrave is my favorite villain in the Marvel universe so far. And we will be back to talk about more stuff. I think we're talking about star Wars next. We are always fun
1: except for this conversation, but we got to get another
0: beer. Yep. Let's talk some star Wars, shall we?
1: Um, yeah, uh so it turns out that right now um both Eddie and myself have as much of a shot at directing Star Wars episode 9 as Colin Trevorrow.
0: <laughs> yep. Um Colin Trevorrow of course is out as our episode 9 director uh citing creative differences. Um man, that's got to suck for that guy. Um like I I got to say I'd suck a lot of dicks to just be able to be any part of uh Star Wars episode 9.
1: Um didn't it come out that there's different reasons for him not being there, though? Like, uh, like the last movie that he did was super shitty.
0: I don't know who I gotta. Um, so yeah, let's let's keep tra- talking. We'll try to make sure that this sounds like a podcast while I look him up on IMDb because I'm not really sure what he's responsible for. I recognize his name. Like, I think he's been in something relatively recently that I that I know. Um, but I don't fucking know, and no, I don't want to create an account, IMDB, every fucking time. Why does it I have this, to ask? I've had this app on my fucking thing for, like, uh, years, for years, and every single time I click the fucking no button, just no, just no.
1: So, Colin Trevorrow, uh, you do know what he's done, because he directed Jurassic World, and he's also going to be directing Jurassic World, uh, Fallen Kingdom. Interesting. Uh, but, uh... Oh, and apparently Lego Dimensions, he's he's. Oh, I have big also dealing, but...
0: seen uh, some of the stuff he's been involved in. Uh, Safety Not Guaranteed, which is kind of like an indie flick, but pretty good. Um, Lego Dimensions. My son has seen that. It's a game, I assume. Uh,
1: Book of Henry. Book of Henry uh, apparently sucked a gargantuan-sized cock, though.
0: Really? Like, uh, you know, we're not homophobic or anything, but I, I understand that's not a good thing if you're not into that.
1: R- right. I mean, when you... yeah. <laughs> anybody can <laughs> suck a cock dude i'm not saying anything about anybody but
0: uh, uh i don't know i'm just uh, just uh a couple beers in now trying to loosen up a little you know as we round out the end of the show um so yeah uh colin trevorrow no longer on the movie that's interesting i i just uh you know we're pretty late in the game no we're not that late in the game here this is actually not an, an unusual time for him uh for some uh director to leave a project however um I think we're kind of getting a little bit of an insight into what the Disney slash Marvel mechanic thing looks like. Um, we've talked about this with Marvel before several times. And I think this is actually kind of now becoming a Disneyism where where uh, we're going to make the movie we want to make. And if you want to be the guy who helps us get there as the director or, or girl, then come on board. But if you're not, just piss the fuck off because we don't care.
1: So I don't disagree with Kevin Smith on a lot of things. Uh-huh. Uh, but Kevin Smith actually made one of the most ridiculous statements that I've ever heard uh, in in the last week, and that is, he said, "Well, why not just let George direct the last entry?" What
0: the fuck, Kevin? Yeah, right. What the fuck?
1: Right. Uh, here's here's my take on what we do now that Colin Trevorrow is out. Um, you dance with who, brung you. You give it back to JJ.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Um, if if we, you know, first off, I don't think JJ wants to do another Star Wars or yeah, Star Wars movie. I bet JJ would do it. I think he kind of, I think he, I think he might. I think he might. Um I think JJ is one of those guys that doesn't need to do another Star Wars movie. I don't think he,
1: he needs to, but I think once Disney throws that Star Wars checkbook your way, you're like, okay, eh. I guess. Um. And JJ, JJ, JJ did what nobody thought was possible. And I don't care. I know some people are not huge on episode seven. They're like, oh, they just took everything from the first movie, blah, blah, blah. Kind of. But what they did was they made it Star Wars again. JJ did what what nobody thought was possible and that is he made me feel like I was watching Star Wars again. Yeah.
0: So, um I don't know. I'm I'm all in it like JJ, I I think um I think JJ was kinda of born to do Star Wars. Uh or he feels like it to me anyway. Like it, you know, my biggest deepest criticisms about Star Trek, uh JJ's Star Trek was that it feels like a Star Wars movie should.
1: Um Did you know The Enterprise? In the Kelvin universe is bigger than the Enterprise D from next gen.
0: Wow, I did not.
1: It it has more decks when the Enterprise D was like 46 decks. Uh, and it's longer than the Enterprise wow. E even. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's an interesting way to it. You go. know why they had to do it? Because uh, it's bigger. Because better. of
1: the sheer number of shuttlecraft it had to carry. Like there was no way that a, that a ship the size of the Enterprise A would have been able to carry as many shuttlecraft as it portrayed in... Ooh, that makes sense. So they had to scale it up just because they had that scene with the shuttlecraft.
0: <laughs> is that is that really canon? Or is that like yeah. some nerd was like, well, to support this many shuttlecraft. No, that's that's legit. Least, like, they had okay. to do it. Cool. <laughs> but um, it, anyway. It, it, I'm not saying that denigratingly. I, I appreciate the nerds who go through and actually make this size comparison. Have you seen one of those, like, ship size comparison charts where it shows all the different, you know, famous spaceships? Compared yeah, it's to
1: got, them. like, the Serenity and shit on it and the Falcon. mm mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And then they look like tiny, tiny little ant cars compared to uh like the the Enterprise or um fucking what's the big one? Uh, Imperial Star Destroyers are generally gigantic. The like the super bigger, star destroyers. There's even some bigger stuff uh, out there. Um I think Well it, shit, doesn't
1: Galactic have Galactic the Galactica? Galactica, isn't it pretty big? Like
0: it's pretty big, but I actually think it's smaller than like an Enterprise could be uh, uh, um or you know a regular Federation starship, but I think they kind of cheated because uh, there was some um, pictures of like uh, I want to say uh, US, EU, um I want to say United Nations, but that's not right. But uh, Federation um, docking stations and shit like that on there, so hmm. pretty interesting. Uh,
1: well, I know that there was a there was an episode of Next Gen uh, toward the beginning where they docked at a space dock and the the enterprise the enterprise d actually fit in it so you know that space dock was gigantic gigantic, Um, the funny part is that that space dock is actually the same model they used in one of the original star trek movies for the space dock scene so
0: see i'm fine with that you make something that fucking big they just had well they had
1: to change the scale of it though they had to make it bigger because the enterprise d is significantly larger than the enterprise a was yeah so
0: um so yeah that, that, that's cool
1: uh god so, i could talk star trek for fucking hours man
0: probably we should start our own show where um we we find some young noob to take through oh uh, dude yeah yeah no <laughs> did
1: you know that yesterday was star trek day
0: it I did not i would have been all over that show. it absolutely
1: was Damn. yesterday was star trek day Damn. and it's the 35th anniversary of star trek Two, the wrath of khan and they're playing it in theaters on sunday nice it's a fathom event. It's 12.50 a ticket in most places, although That's
0: a goddamn expensive if you're, way if to you're, watch a movie you've seen 20 times.
1: If you're in the Willamette Valley, the what is it? The fucking um God damn it. It's the theater at the Gateway Mall. Oh, okay. Um, um yeah, that used to it's be It's not a it's not a Regal cinema, it's uh Cinemark. Is it a No, it's not a Cinemark. It it, yeah, cinemark. maybe it's Cinemark. Yeah, it is Cinemark. You're right. Uh it's only 8.95, I think. Uh eh, 5.95 for the matinee. Wow. Not bad. Uh, except for I'm flat fucking broke right now, so I can't yeah, go see. You the same
0: to buy, to drive down to Eugene. I
1: might, I might just watch Rathecon tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fair. I think so. We're going to the Renfair Fair tomorrow. Did we talk about that?
1: Uh, oh yeah, you taught you told me there was a Groupon.
0: Yeah, we got a Groupon. There's a Renfair over over by Corvallis. We've been, I think, twice now. It's the the Shrew-
1: the Shrewsbury. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just south of Corvallis, right? Somewhere around there. Or somewhere around there. Uh, and yeah, and I didn't go do the Groupon when he told me about it because I really was hoping
0: We'd get our that
1: Rose City Comic Con would at least even fucking respond. Like, Wizard World at least had the decency to be like, no, come on, guys. No. <laughs>
0: That's adorable. Uh, uh,
1: Rose City Comic Con, though, not so much. And then we found out, like, um, uh, Michael Rosenbaum, a.k.a. Lex Luthor from Smallville, canceled. Yep. as because well. As, we weren't going to be there. As well as Felicia Day. And also so then I had zero there. reason to go. So you know,
0: Felicia Day responded to one of my tweets one time. So I assume that the reason she's not going is because we weren't going to be there. I
1: think you're 100% right.
0: There's the, it's the only explanation.
1: I think you're 100% right.
0: All right. Should we wrap up with some wrestling news? Because I don't know what else to say about this no, Star Wars thing.
1: Yeah, well, I, I can. Okay. So we know that Colin Trevorrow isn't directing. Yep. Uh, um, I say JJ.
0: JJ, JJ, I think is a good pick
1: or, or you know what? Just, um, renegotiate a deal with Ryan Johnson. Who's directing episode eight. That wouldn't be a bad idea either. I mean, I I haven't seen episode eight yet, but
0: Ryan is a pretty good fucking director. So, uh, and I'm pretty hopeful about what he's going to do with episode eight. So, um, yeah, make a deal.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) so this, this harkens back to about a year ago. I think, I think it was about a year ago. Uh, yeah. So the company formerly known as TNA Wrestling, uh, which is now, uh, Global Force Wrestling slash Impact, uh, is potentially for sale again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's fucking insane. So they went through that whole thing where WWE was a top runner for purchasing at least the tape library. Uh, from a company that was failing. And uh, then all of a sudden, Anthem Sports stepped up, um, outbid everybody. Um, Billy Corgan kind of got the shaft because the court ruled that he actually didn't own the company and that they just had to pay him back any of the money that he invested into it. Um, So he was kind of kicked to the curb and then WWE was going to do it. And then all of a sudden, Anthem stepped up and said, no, we'll do it. Um, Anthem was already involved to some extent anyway. Uh, apparently they're tired of Jeff Jarrett's shit. He's no longer, uh, uh, in charge of anything or on TV anymore. And they're like, fuck it, we don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows what's going to happen to Global Force Wrestling slash.
0: Dude. I think at this point um, that it's likely that uh, WWE is going to buy it and sell it for parts. Like, I think that, uh, you know, this this article hits on it um, talking about the tape library. Um, I think they could use the tape library for uh,
1: um, the the tape library would be a great addition for the network.
0: But I don't think they give a shit about the product. Here's he, there's maybe one or there, there, and there's probably a couple of guys that they see some talent with. They've got
1: some know. talent. They do have some talent, and that's what's sad about it. They've got EC three, and he's he's a good and he's a good hand in the ring. They've got uh, James Storm, who at one point in time was in NXT, but left because he felt like the the grass may be greener for him in TNA. Uh, Hunter, when he left, did tell him though that he had an open invitation whenever he wanted to come back. Uh, so I mean, they've they've got some things going on. Um, I think. Uh, Cody Rhodes is doing some stuff, uh, with them occasionally. He's kind of bouncing back and forth between them and New Japan.
0: He did tweet some fairly cryptic, cryptic, like, uh, stay tuned, cool stuff's coming, sort of thing. So, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if you see Cody back under the WWE banner and perhaps as an acquisition from, um, TNA or something
1: like that. I just kind of want to see him be able to use his last name again because he technically can't use the Rhodes name because WWE owns it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that sucks. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I, I, I've listened to a couple people talk though. X-Pac. Yeah. X-Pac has a podcast and he talked about how the WWE actually could leverage, uh, the Impact Wrestling brand as sort of, uh, a level between NXT and WWE to kind of get guys a little more familiar with stuff. Like, a like it could be, uh, like you leave, you, you change things around so that NXT is at the full sale university. Mm-hmm. And you do TV for NXT from there. And then instead of taking NXT on the road as a touring brand, you do that with Global Force or Impact or whatever like that. And it's kind of like you're getting your, your feet wet in the touring brand arena before you you hit. Um, I don't know how much that's true. I don't know how much anybody wants to invest in that. See, it's kind of that. a dead brand. That's the problem for me is that the TNA Impact Wrestling brand has been beat into the dirt so many times at this point. Yeah, that...
0: see, exactly. I don't see any value for WWE to take the brand. Um, the only thing I could see that, that really, um, would help them at all is they get some guys that they could, bring up through nxt and could potentially end up on the main roster uh they get the the tape library this article mentions too they would get the broken gimmick uh back for the Hardys for sure uh, which would be a big that would be a big get i think because it's still super over i mean the broken gimmick is still super over with the fans well it looks like they're they're already going to split the Hardys
1: up at this point uh because jeff is getting ready to make a run at the intercontinental title again uh which i think is going to be for a good tv uh it it's hard because I I want to see another brand out there kind of successful um, just because I don't think that the business is good when WWE is the only game in town. I think the WWE has always stepped, their, uh, stepped up their game when there's been another competitor out there. WCW obviously was the biggest one.
0: Without a doubt.
1: Um, and unlike WCW though, when Global Force folds, it's not like they have... Guys out there that are under such huge contracts that WWE can't afford to just buy the whole thing when they bought WCW, of course they bought the brand, but a lot of the guys that were under contract with Turner specifically, um, they didn't buy those contracts because they were so fucking expensive. Like Turner offered ridiculous contracts to some of those people. Um, like Hogan and and uh, Hall and Nash and Sting, even at that point, had a yeah, huge contract.
0: See, we're talking about a huge, vast so. difference in uh, 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 talent, too. You know, like I can't name a single wrestler from Impact right now.
1: Yeah, uh, well, the talent's actually better than what WCW had when they folded
0: yeah I'm just saying like they, they don't <laughs> it's they, just they have no name recognition. they have like, no they have notoriety have, yeah they have to have they have to be over with the fans enough that it's going to be a big enough get for the WWE to take them um, otherwise it's a pure talent acquisition where they look at it and say uh, we can we can get these guys over enough so that'll it be worth it so in any case I think that this deal is going to be uh, um, it's going to be another one of those where they sell it for vastly less than it was originally worth and uh, you know hopefully if, if WWE picks it up then you just get the tape library the broken gimmick and I'd call that a Win, so i think
1: i think wwe only paid like three million for wcw when they bought it are you shitting me yeah it was pennies wow. pennies on the dollar compared wow. to what it was worth at one point
0: see like that's the type of thing that i imagine like this thing going for so eric that, eric insane. bischoff
1: uh who i'm sure you're familiar with from wcw days uh yeah. was actually part of a consortium that was gonna buy the brand from turner um and then all of a sudden turner uh, AOL Time Warner specifically pulled a, 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 the rug out from under him and said, well, we're not going to give you TV time. And Bischoff was like, well, it doesn't do us any good to buy this brand if we don't have a home for it. And yeah. so they didn't buy it and then WWE came in and bought it for way less. So Wow, damn. Um, but yeah, it, it's not looking good for Global Force Wrestling. Um, and by the way, if you guys aren't familiar with the term Global Force Wrestling, um it's because Global Force Wrestling was a company that Jeff Jarrett started after he left TNA, uh, which essentially was going to be kind of a um, a rogue promotion that was going to have guys uh, that wrestled for all all sorts of different promotions around the world. In fact, uh, Wrestle Kingdom Nine from Tokyo, Japan, was actually kind of a Global Force Wrestling presented that on pay per view in the United States uh, for them, and then and in return. Uh, Jeff Jarrett was involved in one of the matches and it it was, it was kind of a, uh, a cooperative deal. Uh, when TNA decided no longer to use the TNA moniker, um, and they had Jeff Jarrett back in the fold, they, they adopted the Global Force Wrestling, uh, name to differentiate it from TNA. The past product. Yeah. Didn't help.
0: Did not. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the show for this week. If you want to talk about TNA Global Force Wrestling uh, politics or whatever the fuck else you want to talk about, uh, at whatever show on Twitter. if ac- Actually, if you want to go uh, and uh, if you don't mind uh, the fact that they sold uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of um, advertisements to Russian bot farms in order to influence the American <laughs> election, you can go to...
1: Facebook.com. Slash whatever show?
0: I was really worried that wasn't going to work. And you are going to be like, I don't know. I doing? know. Okay. I know. You uh, thought you thought it was
1: over right yeah. there. Um, I'm going to throw a teaser in here, too. Okay. So While he's teasering
0: us, I will give you uh, questions at whatever.co if you like the emails and what have you. And if uh, you are Reebok or if you're Global Force and you're like, uh, you, you guys look like you, you can afford it, uh, we are sponsors at whatever.co.
1: We are. And... Between the next time or this time and the next time we talk to you, I really, I really want you guys to think about what you were doing on March 10th of 1997.
0: Let's see. I some of you have been fourteen. So s- I'm gonna guess masturbating.
1: Some of you may have bought the brand new Palm Pilot. Ooh, that with its graffiti t-
0: graffiti handwriting that uh, That renovation. came out
1: that day um but uh but we may actually end up spending an entire show off to dedicated to something else that happened that day uh so think about it right, march tenth nineteen
0: ninety seven We will see you next week
1: later.